Hey everybody, I'm Mark Musinski. And I'm Brian Wool. And this is My Favorite Friendship. It's a true friendship podcast where Brian and I scour history, the present, I don't know, the future, for all for all the most inspirational friendships we can find. Uh, and we and we tell each other real stories of actual friendships that exist in hopes that we might become better friends today. And not only is it a podcast about friends, but it's also a podcast by friends. It's a podcast for friends, and it's a podcast that's meant to be shared with friends. So if you have friends, and I bet you do because you're already cool enough to be listening, uh, take a second and look back through the catalog of episodes and find one that you think a friend of yours would enjoy and send it on over. That's what I got for today. <laughs> all right yeah that works yeah please send it on over also you know rate us five stars get, leave a comment anything anything will help please help how are you doing this week mark i am doing great as we record this uh we have just recently as of a couple days ago learned the outcome of the u.s election so that has been a it's been a big lifting of a of a anxiety, I think, off of a lot of people's shoulders. Yes, tremendously. I was around a lot of happy people here in Los Angeles, and it was just nice to to see uh, you know some sort of conclusion. I uh, haven't uh, seen or really talked to any Trump supporters, so I don't know how they're feeling. But uh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They didn't well, give a shit I mean, about they've us. they showed so, so much care and attention <laughs> to how everyone else was feeling, you know, over the past four years. That no, well, I'm kidding. Well, uh, but whatever. Yeah, but I think what's been interesting is this whole week for everybody. I assume on both sides, it's been so such a sort of nail biting week that I haven't seen a lot of friends or done much with friends. Yeah, man, I didn't really see anybody. I. Uh... You know, the only person I did see actually was uh, Mike Schmeck and I watched the AEW pay per view on, oh, on Saturday. Oh, awesome! That was pretty awesome. So that was like the enjoying wrestling with friends is always awesome, and boy, that was a great show. Did they did they mention any of the political stuff that was going on? No, there was too much wrestling. There was like it was like four and a half hours of matches, so it was, there was no real. Uh, time to mention anything and also like their storylines it's a long build uh, AEW does uh, quarterly pay-per-views so they only do four shows a year so mm. there's no time for BS you just you get to the stuff because we're there to blow off feuds we're going to finish the feud so uh, there, it, it's not really topical like WWE can be uh I guess they, they have some things that could reflect uh, things going on in the zeitgeist, but not really much, I'd say. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it was just, just some good old-fashioned wrestling, man. Then I guess <laughs> with, a, with such a, a friend-light week, I'm excited to share this time with you and, and maybe hear about some great friendships to remind me of how awesome friendship can be. Oh man, well, I've had this one in my back pocket for a while, Mark. This this friendship is between two of the greatest comedic performers of all time. Uh, they're they're best friends for over thirty years. My friendship this week is Steve Martin and Martin Short. 
Oh, I love them. Yes. Stars and of Three Amigos, Father of the Bride. Yeah, Steve Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> Father of the Bride Part 2. Uh, Martin Short was Jiminy Glick. Steve Martin, the jerk. They, they've had multiple tours, comedy specials. They both hosted the Oscars. And uh, they're great talk show guests. Amazing talk show guests. Uh, Martin Short actually was named the greatest talk show guest. Really? But yes. What uh, what nominating body is responsible for the talk show guest awards? Uh, I think it was the New Yorker. They were just like Martin Short is the greatest talk show host guest of all time. Here's why. And it was a great essay. I'll, really? I'll put it in the notes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wait. What were? Do you have a quick like what one or two reasons that they put out there? They said that Martin Short usually spends about a half an hour on the phone with the segment producer for whatever talk show books him just going through ideas and usually sends them like pages and pages of ideas until they they agree on what they want to do and he rehearses them it's it's an art form to martin short wow that's incredible and also kind of a peek behind the curtain at how those talk show appearances go because they always make it look like oh i'm just flopping down on the couch gonna shoot the shit with you know jay leno or whatever well one of the fun things of going to going to comedy clubs is you'll see a lot of comics and or, or comedic personalities uh or former comedians that are now stars they'll workshop their their talk show material uh on on stage uh who is it uh gosh it was like when chris rock was hosting the oscars he he did uh all of his oscar stuff at the comedy store like the night before oh wow oh yeah he i just, remember that now yeah he he just ran the whole show and was like hey i'm gonna rehearse the oscars tonight everybody just pretend i'm in- introducing famous people <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh yeah but i mean i guess that's more of a rehearsal thing but talk show appearances are a, a thing panel you know when the talk show host asks the the guest a question it's really a setup for a story or a joke Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to feel like a conversation, but it's for a bit. Yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid being like, well, that's interesting that like Conan always knows when people just got back from vacations or whatever. Yes. <laughs> he knows so much. Like, oh. These guys are such great friends. Yeah. It totally does seem like that if you're not paying attention. Like, man, they must have just been like chatting the other week about his trip to the Maldives. It's and and that's the thing. That's the thing about celebrity friends is, uh, you know, it seems like everyone's really good buddies, but the fact is, is they're just acquaintances who did drugs together once, <laughs> or they do it occasionally, and that's about as deep as the relationship goes. Uh, but but Steve Martin and Martin Short's relationship is deep, and that's why I'm covering it, Mark. Awesome. It all started with a movie. And that movie was Three Amigos. Oh, so that was where they met? That was how they met. Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase were going to star in the film Three Amigos. And so Martin Short, uh, I guess Steve Martin did a draft of the script, and Martin Short went to Steve's house to meet him for the first time and also pick up the script. And Martin Short drove over there and was just taken with steve martin's art collection 
he had Picasso, Bacon, just all these amazing artists throughout his his home. And he was like, my God, he's so rich. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Short Short decided, you know, this is the first time he's met Steve Martin. So he was like, I'll, I'll just, I'll mess with him a little bit. So as Steve Martin's taking him around the house, Martin Short starts by saying, how did you get this rich? Because I've seen your work. <laughs> Steve Martin uh, just ate it and then went to his office, grabbed the script, and then coolly responded to Martin Short and said, can you get this script to Marty Short? <laughs> <laughs> Pretending uh, like he was Martin Short's assistant yeah. or something. It was like, they just... And that, that was the start of their friendship. They just roast each other, do these little digs. A lot. Of, they love to, to tease each other. Um, now, so, uh, wait, but before we go on, so Steve Martin obviously was at a point in his career where he had Picassos, which I feel like the Picasso point of your career, pretty great point of your career. Yeah, where was I mean, Martin uh, Short at this point? Martin Short, so he's already on SCTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, that SCTV was pretty successful. He, he, I forget what if he had done some films before that where he had major roles. I, I didn't research that deeply on, on Martin Short's film career, but I love his yeah. movies, Inner Space, uh, mm-hmm. Clifford, where he was like a forty-year-old playing a ten-year-old. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, Martin Short is just an endless ball of energy, and Steve Martin is not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I gotta say, um, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't think he listens to this that much, but uh, Steve Martin, I gotta say, in my research, Mark reminds me so much of Keith. Oh yeah, yeah, like it just is... the the stuff, like kind of like Keith described on the Lou Berger episode. This is our yes. friend Keith Habersberger, um on the Lou Berger episode of this show. That it, kind of thing. Yes, very much so. Like the whole thing, and. It, it's funny, there's a, there's a thing where Steve Martin talks about, like, he's like, uh, like, Martin Short will joke about how Steve doesn't remember people's names, <laughs> and, like, and he's just like, you know, Keith is a very fun guy, but when we hang out, he's he's a quiet person, and a lot of people expect him to be gregarious all the time, but he's not, he's, you know, he's... I, I would I would never call him introverted, but he's. What, how do you describe? Am I? I'm losing my no, words here. I think here, that Mark. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but it, there's. I totally see what you're saying because I think this of Steve Martin too. There's a thoughtfulness that comes with him that you can't. Uh, if you're operating, you know, in this big gregarious fun, uh, especially like on camera type of personality, which definitely Steve Martin had. It, you can't be in that mode and also creating the kind of very thoughtful work that Steve Martin does. So he obviously has a way of doing both things. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, this is sidetrack. Let's get back to them first meeting. So they roast each other. Then they get to the set of three amigos and they have a ball. Uh, the guys love playing Scrabble. And so <laughs> they, they play Scrabble in... Steve Martin's trailer, or, or I mean, his dressing room, or in Chevy Chase's dressing room, and because uh, Martin Short, you know, was the least famous of the three, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so his dressing room just was not as easy to play in. So, 
And so, because they're uh, all such great guys, that's why Steve, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase are all great friends, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. And uh, Steve Martin said that in the middle of one of their competitive games, Martin Short started writing a note. And he was like, what, what the hell is this guy doing? And he slipped the note to Steve Martin. And it was a note that Steve Martin said. He didn't say exactly what it was, but he said it was about Martin Short's wife and what he'd be willing to do in exchange for a Q or an D. <laughs> <laughs> so it was basically Martin Short being like, I'll let you sleep with my wife if you give me a Q or an E. <laughs> wow. Well, and um, just to just to mess with Steve Martin. I mean, the important thing is that his wife is also very invested in Scrabble. So <laughs> I know how that sounds if yeah. you're just listening to it out of context like 40 years later. So funny to me. So uh, after after this this uh, experience on Three Amigos, Martin Short, he, he said, when you work with people on a movie, you become very close friends, and then when the movie's over, you don't really talk to each other again. It's, you know, anyone who's ever done a play, you know, this is, that's mm -hmm. what happens. You know, you, you get these bonds, and then most people, you, you know, that's your fun thing. You share the play, and that's about it. But, yeah. Mar Steve Martin and Martin Short made a conscious decision not to let each other go. And they just loved hanging out with one another. So they would meet up, play games together, hang out. Uh, Chevy Chase lived in New York, whereas Martin uh, Short and Steve Martin lived in L.A. So Chevy was all alone. So it was only two amigos now. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Steve Martin said that uh, shortly after Three Amigos, Martin Short's wife became pregnant. And Steve got jealous of the baby. Because <laughs> he was like, the baby's taking time away from me hanging out with Marty. <laughs> I thought this and... was going to go to a Q or an E place. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me your child. It's yeah. time. <laughs> I let you beat Chevy. Now, uh, they over the years they they would uh, vacation together with with their families like two weeks on an island with both families, and I, wow. I can only imagine you know what it's like I two weeks on an island with your best friend, their wife and kids. Two weeks is a long time, so you gotta really love those people. <laughs> I feel like we've heard in a lot of these especially like celebrity, like entertainment celebrity friendships, there's a lot of vacationing together. And I, th mm -hmm. I wonder if it's because the, they're so much of their lives, especially for comedians and people working on movies, you get sucked into this thing. Like you're working on this movie, you know, 16 hours a day or whatever. And so that vacation time for people, you know, like us who have non-celebrity lives, like we can see our friends a little bit more frequently, but for them, they have to like hard carve out that time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just an, I mean, that and they also have enough money to go on more vacations. That's, let's not discount that factor as well. Yeah. But like, how much are they really hanging out with their kids? And that's, that's the thing. Now, yeah. now Steve, Steve Martin, though, he, he actually, uh, only recently had a daughter. Really? I, I don't so think he had he no ever... children up until... I don't up until think then. so. 
I think he only has one daughter, and she was born in 2013. Wow. And it's well, weird he because busy. he's played a dad, you know, so many times. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, yeah, of course he's got a daughter. He was the father of the bride. But I don't think he's ever been the father of the bride. I don't think that's true. Wow. Yeah. I it, I didn't research it, you know, because it's not really that deep in the friendship. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, Steve Martin, I don't think had a daughter until had anybody until 2013 when he had a daughter Uh, and uh that that's one of the things sorry i keep getting sidetracked on this time no it's my time too yeah i keep sorry i i i should know my shit better to stay on track stay on track brian so um (laughs) uh but yeah so they would vacation together the families and mm-hmm. they're always very close, and they they were never really competitive with one another. Although Short likes to always rib Steve for for being richer, and Steve, you know, always says, "Oh, well, come on, we're we're both rich. You're not that rich." And then Martin Short will always say, "Well, you want to trade bank accounts? Who knows? Maybe <laughs> you'll be richer." <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's very I I love that stuff. It's. It's very silly, and uh, and also Martin Short said, I, I, I've never uh, felt upset about Steve being funnier at dinner or something, because it never happened. <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Martin said that Martin Short is, is, the kind, is kind of a perfect person. He's smart, he's funny, he has many friends, he's the most popular guy at your dinner party. If he's coming to a dinner party, it's a better dinner party. If Marty can't come, you cancel the party. And I thought that was the best description of Aww. Martin Short. That is the energy that guy brings to every place he goes. Now, uh, when asked about Steve Martin, Martin Short said, uh, Steve's best quality is who he is as a man. He's very moral. He's very loyal. Very, very ethical. And this is beyond all that talent. You can be working with the most talented, funniest human being in the world, but if you don't have those other things, you don't really want to tour with someone. And mm. that really stuck out to me because yeah. you know we've toured together, and yeah. and I think about the people that we've toured with, and you know what it's like, you know, sharing a very small space with someone where you're just traveling every single day. You really need somebody that's fun to be around, because it's it's you know yeah. it, it can be quite unpleasant. Even though I loved it, you know. But well, it's... and to Martin's point, you not only do you need someone who's fun to be around, you need someone who is going. You know, there's all these little decisions that get made, and if you don't have someone with a sort of like moral or ethical or what, however you want to describe that part, someone who cares about other people then you're going to be miserable no matter how fun they are because they're not going to be open to compromise and collaboration on all of those little things like where do we stop to eat how far are we driving today who's driving in what shifts like can we sleep now should we be joking now there's all these things when you're sharing a space with someone that you have to figure out um and i can i'm not surprised that that's the part over 30 years that sticks out and the and 
I don't know if you you uh, have seen the special they have on Netflix, an evening to forget for the rest of your life. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It's so fun. It has, uh, you know, each guy doing comedy in their own way. Them doing things together. Steve Martin plays music with his band, the Steep Canyon Rangers. So yeah. funny, so good. And and they've been touring this show for you know like three years now. They wow. they've evolved the show to the point where at the beginning of 2020 they just called it a new thing because they were like we phased out, you know, about 80 90 percent of the old material, and we have new stuff. Wow. So, like, if you've seen it before, go back and see it again is kind of a... Exactly. Well, un- unfortunately, you know, the show stopped because of COVID. But yeah. But that was, yeah, if and when they tour again, that's what they were doing. That's amazing. And the reason, yeah, and the reason they... Steve Martin gave an interesting reason for it, and I thought it was kind of cool. Because he said, the way that movies are made now, everybody makes you travel to go shoot the film. He was like, when I was younger, we used to make movies in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And that's why I moved there, to be by where I work. And he's like, now yeah. I have to go away from home anyway. Why would I want to go away from home to make money with all these strangers when I could just tour with Marty and we could make money anyway, you know? That's really it's- true. And that's even before you throw in... You know, Steve Martin is the star, or at least a star of a movie. He's doing the press tour. He's mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, going to premieres, sometimes around the globe, depending on how big the movie is. It really is. It's a road show just as much as the actual doing a live tour would be. Yeah. So he was just like, you know, I, I'd rather just tour with Marty, do these live gigs, and, you know, we'll tape it, put it, release it as a special, you know, and then... It's it's a lot more rewarding. And then he can be with his daughter, you know, Martin can be with his family. They they can always, you know, just do do things at their own pace. And he's like yeah. as long as we're having this much fun, why would we stop? And that that really stuck out to me. I thought that was really cool. Well, and it's a thing where he can be like for Steve Martin, and I'm sure it's the same for Martin Short on his side, but Steve Martin can do comedy he can do sketches or performances or whatever written pieces with martin with whoever he gets to play music with his band he can do all the things he likes in one show instead of doing a movie where he's like acting someone else's character or whatever yeah over and over. why not why not just do your own thing and and yeah he's touring with the band so it's not just these two guys the steep canyon rangers are there with them they're hanging with the band it's all these people that they're they're friends with, and, and they're great too. We saw them at the Hollywood Bowl one time, um, and there was the, I was surprised at both how good they were at music and also how still funny Steve Martin was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the jokes were like you know dad joke territory kind of things, but he's like the quintessential person to deliver those jokes, and it was he did it amazingly. <laughs> Yeah, and and he he just is still so crisp and sharp, even though his material is absolutely nothing like what it was in the seventies. He he talks about like you know because everybody wants him to revisit that and be like wild and crazy guy, put the arrow through your head. 
And he's yeah. like, I don't even know what that means anymore. And he's like, I, he's like, I think that was only funny while it was happening. And now, you know, what does it even mean? I don't even know. And he's like, comedy, you know, it kind of has an expiration date, or at least I felt my bits did. And, you mm-hmm. know, Martin Short, who still does Ed Grimley, is like, well, mine have lasted forever. <laughs> <laughs> mine are endearing, and I have no problem revisiting them. <laughs> and uh, and that's, that's part of the fun of the, the difference between the two of them. Steve has a much louder inner critic. He gets depressed if things don't go well. Whereas Martin Short is someone who claims he has willed anxiety away. Um, okay. But, but Martin Short... And Martin Short claims that he was able to do that because his mother died when he was very young. I believe his brother also died when he was very young, so he had a lot of tragedy when he was younger. And he feels that things like that can either make you or break you. And he feels like those things happening to him when he was very young made it so that he never really got upset if not enough people laughed at his sketch. It's a very, very useful thing to learn if you're going to do comedy. Yeah. And I was like, wow, how about that? Yeah, he, he was like, I, I, I think about the pain that I had with losing my mother and, you know, all of the things that happened when I was a boy. And, you know, people not laughing, it just doesn't matter. I'm okay with it. <laughs> it doesn't, it's a drop in the bucket. Moving on, yeah. you know? <laughs> Whereas Steve Martin will just be like, oh my God. What the hell was I doing out there? I'm a national embarrassment, you know? <laughs> but I, I, I identify with Steve Martin a little bit more on that. <laughs> but, oh, totally. And I'd, I'd love to be more of the Martin Short. Uh, but, but yeah, that's, it's, I feel like that's such a healthy perspective. Uh, and and I, I, I think that perspective also helps Steve. And then also Steve helps Marty, Marty too. Because Marty is you know although both men are older now i think martin is martin shorts 69 they're both you know 70s early 70s mm-hmm. uh so that's how old their audience is you know and yeah. martin short he's going to do some trump jokes he's going to do some some zings at that stuff and you know, old people don't, you know, they got conservative fans. <laughs> yeah. And so they would like, they would boo or say yay when you mention people. And Steve Martin uh, would kind of reel in Martin Short and be like, yo, we're in Arizona, take it easy. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then uh, Martin Short would just be like, fuck you, I'm going to do this and I'll just do it as Jiminy Glick then. And... That's and that that's Martin Short's way of getting away with certain things is he'll put on a character and it'll be like his ventriloquist dummy. And he feels that that will shield him from the audience uh, being upset with him because they'll be mad at Jiminy Glick, not at Martin Short. Yeah. And it's it's a completely different style of comedy than Steve Martin. And it's a completely different style of personality than Steve Martin. But I think that's part of why their friendship works so well. They're able to balance each other out. They have these differences. And uh, it's what it's what makes things so, so fun to watch. I think Hulu was 
had them signed up to make like a murder mystery show in 2020 but i obviously i think that's been put on hold because of covid uh, yeah. but yeah these these two best friends have no signs of slowing down working together um the one last fun tidbit i have is i the last time these two appeared on the tonight show with jimmy fallon uh, jimmy fallon does a thing where he'll do the best friends challenge Mm-hmm. with people and you know the the two answer questions about one another you know we, we every you know, we played this stuff before yeah. and uh one of the things martin short revealed in this best friends challenge is that steve martin slapped barry manilow because he thought that barry manilow was martin short <laughs> what yes I just so love thinking he was about like jokingly. Steve Martin slapping. Yeah, like Barry Manilow said something or Steve Martin thought something and just slapped Barry Manilow because he thought it was Martin Short. Oh, my God. And and so, so as Martin Short reveals this on The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, you know, he's, you know, he's always doing his bits and whatever, but he stopped and he was like, wait, what? really <laughs> and steve martin kind of clammed up <laughs> i never saw his face get so small but he like i just felt like he just his whole body cringed and he smiled and he just nodded <laughs> he did oh, not man. say anything else he was just like yeah well uh... And it looked like he started to clarify, but then he was like, I'm not going to clarify this and explain anything. <laughs> but it it seems to me like that's true. So I'm going to run with it and say that Steve Martin once slapped Barry Manilow. And in my head, Mark, Barry Manilow was talking to Steve Martin. And then Steve was like, come on, Marty, whatever. And then Barry Manilow would keep going. And then... Steve just decided to slap him so that Martin Short would get out of character. And it was actually Barry Manilow. That's what I imagine happened. I feel like the way you're describing it is like uh, the the people from Scooby-Doo trying to pull the wrong person's mask off, but it's just yeah. their face. <laughs> yes! <laughs> right? I mean, it's it's like, Marty, take off that stupid nose and that wig. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh Mandy. It also just shows that they're at a point in their friendship where slapping each other is okay, which is also a really interesting point in the friendship. Yes, yes. Wow. But yeah, I like Ugh. And like the idea, the, the just me imagining Steve Martin being embarrassed for slapping Barry Manilow. <laughs> yep. Because you know alternative... he'd be embarrassed. He would immediately be like, I am so sorry. I'm, oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> oh. Do you have, did you say you have an alternative theory? Oh, I, yeah. I, well, Okay. I want to live in a world where it's that is the truth. My alt theory on this is that right before they went on stage, 
Martin Short, or they made a bet that was like, we're each going to say one lie about each other that the other has to pretend is true. And then they played the best friends challenge and that was Martin Short's. Oh, maybe that's what they did. Because they did I'd say prefer- they did end the best friends challenge by uh, by saying uh, <laughs> what uh, what would you what is the most impressive thing that Steve Martin has and the, you know they both had to answer you know without looking at one another's board and they both answered collection of Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> wow so you're probably right mark i just like imagining barry manilow getting slapped by i would much prefer that i slightly do also enjoy though steve martin having promised to go with whatever martin short says and then just having to, in that moment, decide, <laughs> am I going to live as the man who everyone thinks slapped Barry Manilow? <laughs> and has a, an amazing collection of Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. The facts we're learning about Steve Martin from Martin Short are just amazing. I love this. This is why friendship is important. <laughs> it's true. Well, thank you so much for bringing that one. I My, my one... Uh, sort of thematic question from it is we were talking a little bit earlier about the friendships that get made between people in in entertainment or people that work on a movie together and they have that intense movie experience and then they and then they go away or I shouldn't say go away but it's usually like you wind down or maybe more commonly you go on to another movie and then you're super close with those people what do you think do you have any tips about when you meet someone, it's cool. You hit it off. You're like, these people are great. Now how do I stay in touch with them? Like, what are your best ways of, of keeping people just in the orbit even? I mean, I, I, I... Following on social media is always nice, so then you can at least do it passively. <laughs> Fair. But if you want to be and more And great active, plug for our social media feeds. Yeah, you can follow us at My Favorite Friendship on Instagram and Facebook and at My Fave Friendship or at My Fav Friendship, as Mark likes to say, on Twitter. Uh, and then at Mark Musinski and at Brian Wall. That's a great way. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, if you're not passively following people on social media, I I think I think just actively DMing them once in a while and uh, at least until COVID's over. <laughs> right. I know, well, my answer to this used to be group events. You know, having having parties or ha- inviting people to do something together. Yeah, now it was always an activity, an inviting them to an activity, inviting them to a party. I always, you know, I always love throwing parties and I love entertaining. And usually, you know, when I work with people, at some point I'm mixing cocktails for them or doing something like that. And uh, that's how I hook them. Yeah. (laughs) I make them drinks. I'll do stuff like that. But that's, yeah. Well, I would say that's the that's the closest thing I I do is is invite them to a group event. And in the meantime, it's just, I don't know, DMing about common interests, you know, reminding people of, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, something that we had a conversation about. Keeping that going. 
Yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, I and will... that's about as far as I go. I, yeah. And, you know, it, as Martin Short likes to say, the, the first thing you can do is remember their name. <laughs> Take that, that's a great Martin. It, it's a great start. Try to remember their name. <laughs> Learn something about them. Try to do your best to genuinely care. Yeah. If you find yourself dismissing people easily, try not. <laughs> and then maybe you won't do that anymore. It's a weird it's a weird thing to do. And yes, you know, I'm more of an extrovert and Martin Short certainly is. But uh Sometimes it's you have to make the active choice to care. You have to will people into your life. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make the active choice to care about everyone who listened this week and say thank you all. Uh, and Brian, unless you have anything else to add. No, that's all I got. Uh, send us your suggestions of friendships, please. You know, there's so many friendships out there. And, you know, I... I'm naturally predisposed to comedians because I like these things. Um, mm -hmm. And also, I had to do Steve Martin and Martin Short because Three Amigos is my fiance's favorite movie. She loves Three really? Amigos. Yes. Oh, Alyssa's that's favorite awesome. movie is Three Amigos. So, this is. Oh, sorry. The, there's a fire truck coming by. That's how hot this Almost podcast gone. was. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she loves Alyssa. Loves Three Amigos, so to me, uh, it was a no-brainer to do Steve Martin and Martin Short. But I just wasn't sure when I was gonna do it. It was coming, and now it's come. <laughs> well, until <laughs> until something else comes next week, uh, have an awesome week, our friends. Bye. Bye.